This is the Love That Album Compilation Edition, covering soundtracks, tribute albums, best ofs, box sets, and more. July and love that album. This time around, I'm going to be doing what we usually refer to as a free-form show, where I'm going to be talking about a topic. And this topic relates to something I posted mid-June when I'm recording this in the uh, Feed My Ears Facebook group, and that was the question that I had gotten from the Fog Hat page, which is, who is the greatest female rock singer of all time? When I posted that, I wanted to get some uh, responses from people. I started off with my own list, and one of the people on that list was somebody we opened up the show with, and that's Penelope Houston of the band The Avengers, who were one of the great punk rock bands from the 1970s and early 80s in San Francisco. And so yes, when I say rock, I am considering garage rock, I'm considering 50s rock and roll, I'm considering hard rock, I'm considering punk, considering grunge, new wave, whatever you want to call it, anything that rocks. Now, there is an orthodoxy to this whole greatest, best thing that we see repeated over and over and over like a mantra, and many of us fall into this. And one of the reasons I played Open Your Eyes is because I want people to open their ears, to step outside of their comfort zone, to step away from what they've been told is the best or the greatest, and to make up their own mind. And that's what this show is going to be about. So I'm going to play some songs from some of the artists that I mentioned, some of the artists that other people mentioned, and let you, the listener, decide who you think the greatest singer is. Now I want to say about greatest singer, that's not just having the best voice. It's having stage presence. It's having something to say. It's conveying the message. It's having intensity. It's having control of your music and your audience. And having that presence, that's what makes great rock singer. One of the first names that came up was the band Heart, so let's check out something from them. And then shoot out the light Cause I'm a 
we start off a little bit of Barracuda from Heart with their sleek 70s dark black magic spooky kind of hard rock that at the time was not something you heard a lot of if you listen to classic rock radio there's not a lot like that there are female voices they tend to lean more towards folk or they tend to come more with male counterparts in their band i'm thinking fleetwood mac there from heart i transitioned back to the 1950s to arguably the greatest female rock and roll singer of that era the female elvis herself wanda jackson you know, there's a rockabilly in there, but there's also definitely that 50s rock and roll. She's talking about drinking and smoking. She's talking about exploding, and it's a classic for a reason. Listen to that voice. Listen to that drive. That's rock and roll at its essence. There's things being said there that aren't really being said in the lyrics. There's a reason that she's the queen of 50s rock and roll to a lot of people. She's still out there, still singing. But let's get into it. Let's talk about some of the heavy hitters. I am not going to talk about Joan Jett. And no disrespect to Joan Jett. I have a lot of respect for her as an artist and musician. But let's be completely honest. More than anything else, she is a clone of this artist. Welcome to the dive. very 1950s influenced glam sounds of the 1970s featuring Susie Quattro originally of the Detroit garage band The Pleasure Seekers. Go check out their stuff. I would have played something off of the album of theirs that I have. However, for whatever reason, I couldn't burn it to my computer. At any rate, maybe saying a clone is a little bit too strong, but highly influenced by Joan Jett's look and sound really is beginning with Susie Quattro, and she's admitted as much. So if you don't know Susie, she had some hits. She was much bigger in Europe and England than in the States. And one of the things that that shows me in these discussions is that a lot of the, quote, best, it relies on what has been mass distributed, what people have heard on the radio, what people have seen on television, what people have read about in magazines, that you talk about how great some of these artists are or their albums are and somebody's in the corner going and it's usually me going wait a minute somebody else did that first did it better did it with a twist did it in some other way that connected with me and you guys are going on and on about what sounds like a mediocre clone at worst and at best a good clone or a good version of 
that band or sound. And it seems like more and more, when you look back, you see that the big hits were often by the third or the fourth person to do the, the music, to refine the sound. Nirvana. Nirvana is a band that I enjoy some of their songs, but let's face the fact that they're refining Green River. They're refining Killing Joke. The Sex Pistols. They're refining Richard Hell and the Voidoids. They're refining the sounds of Alice Cooper, of television, you know, the Ramones. They all are bringing the DNA from someplace else. All right, let's move forward a bit. Following Susie Quattro in the 70s, you get the late 70s, early 80s punk sound. And now when people talk about punk being a boys club, it always kind of gets gets me, uh, not in a tizzy, but sort of, because especially on the United States West Coast in the 1970s, coming up parallel to the punk scene in New York and parallel to the punk scene in London, were bands out of LA and San Francisco in which females and which Latinos and which gays played a major role. And one of those bands had a great female lead singer, and that was The Nuns, which featured Alejandro Escovedo on guitar and Jennifer Miro on vocals. And this is what she sounded like. That's a little bit of Legal Weapon, one of my all-time favorite punk bands. There's an intensity in that vocal. There's a presence in that music that you don't get from overproduced corporate schlock, that you don't get from the, I'm sorry, the Rolling Stone-approved, baby boomer, wank fest, music was better when I was young nonsense. As Mike Watts said, kids of today should defend themselves against the 70s this point that might be the most profound advice in rock and roll so at this point we're in the 1980s we start getting into big ballady over the top rock and roll and hey i like that stuff i'm on record as enjoying a certain amount of jim steinman certain amount of poppy hair glam metal all right so this is the point where i use the internal mic on my laptop to let you know that i have edited out something that i totally misspoke about and we'll move on to the next section of my original recording.
Delray's another suggestion from Mr. Tim Merrill, which I'm kicking myself for not having thought of because, to be perfectly honest, I have seen the Bell Rays multiple times and awesome voice, awesome delivery, presence, crowd engagement, in your face, rock and roller. Lisa from the Bell Rays may, in fact, be the greatest female rock singer of all time even if her band never got a fair shot, even if her band has been marginalized, has been championed little, they're worth checking out that maximum rock and soul. Tina Turner fronting the MC5, whatever you want to call them. They're just, they're amazing. And she's amazing. And because I've seen them multiple times, I can say that I've never seen a bad show from them. As far as stage presence goes, as far as delivering that whatever you want to call it charisma off the stage there's only one other female singer i've ever seen live at the same level as lisa and that's the singer from the charms and i have not looked up her name but i saw them with the little steven underground garage tour with some real heavy hitters on stage after them you had the chesterfield kings you had the reformed new york dolls but the charms were the band that i walked away with as a band I needed to check out. Pretty sure I've talked about them before on Love That Album, but just in case, here's some of their music.
Alright, so I just looked it up, and that's Ellie V. I can't believe I forgot her name. One of the most charismatic frontwomen I've ever seen on stage. Delivered the goods, and she was a real sweetheart, too, at the table, talking to fans. Uh, I should also say about Lisa from the Bell Rays that multiple times I've seen her take the time to talk to especially young women who were there to see the show, which in a mainly Detroit and Minneapolis rock and roll show crowd, there weren't a lot of women, and there especially weren't a lot of women of color that she would take the time with. At any rate, L.E.V. was super nice. Uh, Recall asking, so, okay, which record should I start with? And her pointing me in the right direction. we got a couple more names on my list to go, and then uh, we'll be out of here. I want to thank everyone for hanging in there with this episode is kind of loose kind of discombobulated there's a lot of names that people threw out there that i just don't have enough experience with because they never appealed to me stevie nicks janis joplin grace slick debbie harry i do like blondie however i don't necessarily think greatest female rock and roll singer of all time she's maybe one of the greatest female rock and roll icons I don't know that her singing is up to par with some of the others on my list. Same thing with Chrissy Hine. I've never been a Pretenders fan. I don't know that her singing, and not just the vocal delivery, but all of those other things I've talked about, really stand up when you put her next to Wanda Jackson or Susie Quattro. Another name that did come up, though, that I I do agree with is... Concrete Blondes, Jeanette Napolitano. If anything, re-listening to Concrete Blonde, and especially just today, putting this episode together, listening to that song in relation to Heart, what I hear is a continuation of that dark 70s vibe, that magic, that undefinable hint of something. Alright, so who is the greatest female rock singer of all time? Maybe that's the wrong question. Maybe we need to stop trying to compare. Some things work for me, they don't work for you. Some things work for you, they don't work for me. Some things work for a small group of people that latch on to them at a certain point in their life and stay with them. And some things are just part of the culture that people latch on to. It's a fun game to debate. It's fun to go back and forth with people about who they think is the greatest or who connects with them the most. 
Though at the end of the day with a lot of these things, and I see it in Western culture more and more, becomes this group think of this is the best ever, period. Dissenters will be cast out. What's the line from Rush? Conform or you will be cast out. I think that's that's it. You know who else is a great singer? A great rock and roll singer? Linda Perry from Four Non Blondes. Really? Just check this out. So that's my main thoughts on the topic of the greatest female rock singer of all time. I don't think we should anoint one. I think we should enjoy the ones we enjoy. If I had to pick mine, oh, if I had to pin it down, I'm probably going with Lisa from the Bell Rays. The others are great, but on record, on stage, in the audience, vocal delivery, intensity on point, consistent, raging against the status quo. I can't think of anybody else that matches her. And it's just too bad that doesn't seem like she's gotten her fair shake yet. So, everyone's got an opinion. Go ahead, take your best shot, fire away. You know, I'm not afraid of the rock police. And we're going to end with that. This is the band, the Patsy Walkers from Finland. And uh, everybody be good. We'll catch you all next time. Next time around, I already have planned out a soundtrack episode, so it would be a little more like what I've done in the past. Until then, stay cool. And I'm talking temperature-wise because it's hot here. Anyway, I'm done.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.